big announcement that will be coming in a future podcast. So make sure you're tuned in to that podcast when it drops for that big announcement. Uh, Herschel, man, you want to get us started? Yes, yes. Are you going to tell the people to listen for important information? Yeah, yeah. Um, Listeners, welcome and welcome back once again to presently what is RTBTH, but we do have an announcement coming very, very soon. We are uh, ironing out the kinks. Um, and I think you guys are going to really like that shit, man. You know, it's pretty dope. But we had to, you know, cross our T's, dot our I's, all that good shit, you know, talk to a lawyer, you know, important business being handled. But um, until then, you know, we have today's topic of discussion, couple of topics of discussion. Um, shit has been continuing to go crazy here in uh, the year of our Lord 2020. Um, but thankfully, there has been some good Not news. My Lord. There has been some positives. <laughs> Which Lord? <laughs> All of them, man. All the Lords and the ladies. Um, but yes, yes. So first, so so it's November right now. It's about to be December. We're a little bit, you know, I, hopefully we can get get this out whenever we get it out. But uh, just to give a timeline for, for the listeners. I'm sorry, Tunde. I mean, throw you under the bus Shots like that. Fired. But it's it's. <laughs> The the comments are, uh, you know, time sensitive or whatever, right? You know, it's we just true. had an election and shit. Uh, we just had like one of the most epic versus battles of all time. Um, a lot of shit happened. And I'm not sure what order we would like to talk about these things. But first, I do want to talk about another bit of kind of melanated excellence that occurred recently. Um, you know, we sometimes talk sports and shit on the podcast. Uh, so I do want to po- highlight the Marlins. Uh, Tunde actually has been uh, great at identifying like a person who has kind of broken through barriers in the past couple podcasts. And the Marlins have recently done this with the hiring of Kim Ang as their general manager. She's the first female uh, gen- general manager of any kind of, you know, big five sports team. But this is particularly baseball. Um, so salute to them down in Miami. Miami is doing hella dope shit. They actually, uh, even for the Dolphins, they have a, they're the only NFL team with a black head coach and a black general manager. So they're making waves on a couple of different levels with sports now. Eric Spolstra is a fucking, is fucking, uh, Filipino. So salute to them, man. And she does have credentials. Uh, I did want to hear, you know, some of you guys' thoughts on it, but she has like three rings from being uh, an assistant general manager for the Yankees and the Dodgers, the two biggest fucking sports uh, or baseball organizations in the world, I guess you'd say. Um, but yeah, salute. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. When I saw that, uh, I guess probably on ESPN or some show, I was just like, damn, that's big time. I, I had thought that they had said that she was going to be the manager. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be but, crazy. I mean, general well, manager Bobby, definitely. Bobby face ass, spinning her faces and shit. That would be crazy. That, actually, you know what? I would like to see that. I, I not, to, not to put any kind of, you know, pause on it, but that would, that would be really cool. That would be the next level of progress. I mean. Yeah. To have her in the, in the paint. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, like, what the, the softball like coaches and stuff like this. I mean, I, I'm the, the sport's a little different, but I feel like in terms of progression to coaching in the major leagues, I wonder if like, you know, some of the ladies from softball, the softball side of things can transition to MLB in, in some sort of managerial capacity or something. Who knows? Yeah. We've seen even for the NFL, like an increase <laughs> in, in women refs, uh, uh, 
coaching staff. I think uh, there was a lady on the Cardinals. She she was like a rugby player um, and was like, you know, working with either their O-line or D-line or something like that. But yeah, people are making inroads. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, continue to do so. Y'all are going to continue to listen here. We're going to continue to salute uh, those great people. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if we're doing that, then we got to go ahead and salute Kamala Harris. Yes, for her indeed. election and i mean yes, look I, i'm i already see it man i'm gonna get flamed up on twitter for this but i don't think that she's like a stellar you know candidate <laughs> i don't think that That's she's fine. just like uh look there's been hella shit talked about her prior to her nomination for the vice presidency and you know i don't necessarily think that her background as a prosecutor is uh, squeaky clean, you know, because prosecutors are in the business of pe- putting people in jail, and you know, you, sure. whether they're white or black or whatever, enforcing the, the law, sir. Right, and I'm pretty sure we all can agree <laughs> that the law is t- is tainted to some extent. Uh, but th- I, this is not to denigrate anything that she's done or will do as vice president. I'm giving her all the props, <clears throat> you know. So shout out to her as well. Yo, since we're discussing the election, though. Do y'all think these motherfuckers stole this election? Because there's been a lot of uh, comments and, and tweets <laughs> and Twitters. Who? Who's? I mean, I'm seeing a lot of fraud on my on my uh, TV screen, man. I'm seeing a lot of claims. Everybody's doing a press conference these days. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. Their fucking lower third always got some new shit. It's always new allegations. Oh, brand new. If it if it wasn't that's so many new allegations, the, yeah, that's that's the the new strip yeah. on the bottom of the page that constantly streaming stuff. Yes, ten votes found in Arizona were yes, but were not crazy, counted. Man. It's like, come on, man. Um, but I do want to talk about like how we came to this fucking point, man. Because yes, Republicans have been like Trump basically set this whole shit up of talking about like before the uh, election, like don't trust that the mail in, don't mail in, da 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 da. All of this trying to like put himself in a position to claim corruption but this is nothing you know that's new at all whatsoever whether it's trump or the republicans in general i ended up because you know during that week where we didn't know who the fuck the president was you know and we all just started googling shit just to figure out all right what the fuck happened how did we get in this situation in the past um i don't know if y'all remember 2010 we were i guess 10 years old when the republicans stole a fucking election from al gore but i looked into that shit and they statistically like literally stole that shit with one singular county um but basically like i i gotta break this shit down because it it was some historical shit but basically they took uh these ballots and instead of listing it as like uh george w bush and then al gore and then you know the the governor or the senator or whoever whatever else is uh on the ballot going down singularly they basically set up this alternating pattern where the dot that you clicked or whatever for the person you were voting for did not line up with the name. And they statistically identified how like 2000 of these votes may have have shifted. um, And and the lead that was lost was uh, 536. And even, even further, like you can look into the same County as fucking Palm beach County in Florida. They uh, you can look at all of the other uh, like consistent voting history for all these places. Uh, Obama won that shit. Fucking um, John Kerry, I guess, in 2008 or 2004, whatever time they reran. Like they're consistently Democrats. But because of like manipulation by the Republicans, they stole a whole fucking election. And then again, there was like two or three weeks where people didn't know who the president was. It wasn't just, I mean, I, I 
almost think we're lucky that it was only until like the next Saturday that we were on fucking pin, pins and needles. And by the way, I, I want to, I, I want people, you guys I to remember. People were really on pins and needles, right? Like people. The last time. Yeah, I mean, like, not like it now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm comparing it to versus now. Like, yeah, then it was like, oh, my God, this is the most, you know, unreal election. Like, why don't we know? Like, this is so uncertain. Oh, Florida, what are they doing? But, like, that's like child's play compared to I mean, compared to now, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> I mean, right. The, ele- the election the- is settled now, and we're still yeah. having arguments about <laughs> whether or not it was legitimate. I mean, it's like, what are we <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But they've also done it in 2016 where they had fucking all types of Russian meddling and shit like this. I, I think that we kind of forget that there's some system like we're all super happy that Trump is about to be out of here, that it is decided regardless of what this motherfucker tweets. Right. Doesn't fucking matter. It's, it's not. It's but, not a set, it's not set in stone, man. Dude, wait, what do you mean? You Hold on. That's what I want to talk about. What do you mean? It's you not. To it's, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So he has one. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's just, it's just crazy. It's like way, way more crazy than even. I mean, the 2010. I'm not saying that that's what you were or 2000 um, with Al Gore. I'm not saying that you're saying that it wasn't. It's you know, this is somehow less than that. But the problem is that people are worried. I don't. Maybe me. Maybe other people are worried that the Electoral College, which is appointed by state governments, which are largely Republican, um, are going to pick pick crazy, diehard Trumpers that will vote against because there's because there's no penalty in many states for going against <clears throat> your prescribed vote based on the popular vote. But but see, that's the thing. So there is a bit of a balance to that because there's only a couple of states where even the uh, electoral votes can be split. It's only bitch ass uh, Maine and Nebraska. And I'm going to say that for both of them because y'all just being bitches out here. It's either all or nothing like this. It, it When you get into the minutia, like either everybody should have you know, individual, not individual, well, they should have individual votes, but um, there are, let's say there are 11 electoral <clears throat> votes for Georgia. I, I don't know how many there are for real. Should it be that all 11 go to one president or should they get diced up? Um, and I feel like the two states, Maine, bitch ass and uh, Nebraska are playing devil's advocate. And, and Nebraska generally does go Republican. I think Maine was split this year. Um, but when we're picking and choosing how to, you know, decide the electorate of our country, I feel like that's super problematic, like even more so than just potentially getting a Trump voter in the office like it's or in the electoral seat. I I think it's very unlikely you get 11 or, you know, however many the state has. I think California has a ton. Um, Like all of them are not going to be Trump voters. But if the whole state still, you know, goes in one particular direction, that's not so much of an issue. But when you have these two different, you know, systems of how it's done, I think that's scary. I I don't like how that's done. Uh, I was under the impression that the, uh, Electoral College had like actual people who were electors who had to physically go and cast a vote um, for the presidency. And my what I heard, I mean, I'm not I, mean, I didn't read like super deep into it, but what I thought was that they weren't like in, in many states that they're not legally bound to cast their votes in the way that their you know constituents had voted um, under you know who, all the people who were underneath that particular elector who was representing them. I thought that they could do whatever they wanted. And that, that's what, that was the fear that I was hearing from people on the news and such. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, that's how I perceive it as well. I don't know as Hershey says, the minutia, because I've learned 
during this whole saga that I mean, there is so much that goes into just running a democracy in general. Uh, I mean, stuff with the Senate and the House of Representatives. And I mean, I think I knew this probably a long time ago, but the fact that the vice president uh, breaks the tie in the Senate. Like, I mean, that's shit that who the fuck knows that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of common sense knowledge, but it's also if you ask, if you poll the freaking nation, I bet you like would come up with like 30 percent who actually know that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it definitely seems as if there's opportunity like there's no legal kind of like or or penalizing protection for ensuring that the election you know the the person who was elected based on votes is actually the person who takes office however personally i just think this is a whole bunch of fucking nonsense it's it's caricature it's bluster and this is a a take that you know i i wanted to present and i realized this more recently than before i know probably people are going to think that i'm like ridiculous for this but wow trump is a weak weak man like you know, I used to think that he was like a strong man in the sense that the people around him boosted him up, but he's like a, a caricature of everything that he's he wants to be. Like, okay, you know, this is this is a bad example, but I think kind of funny. Like, you know, I mean, he he tries to sort of have this dictatorial, you know, like like he's an authoritarian leader. And it's I'm a like, per- yo, he- persona, yeah. He doesn't do any of the authoritarian shit. <laughs> like they're actually they're actually murdering people in other countries. Take Nigeria for example. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't the whole situation with uh when they walked to the church and they like pretty much bulldozed all of the protesters. I mean, that was really bad. But in authoritarian countries, them niggas is getting bullets. You know, like he's a caricature of a businessman. You know what I'm saying? How many businessmen who are supposed real estate tycoons are 400 million in the hole? You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I, I and that's how this whole uh, this aspect of the election. I mean, come on, look, Rudy Giuliani says it all, bro. Like, this dude is the most disgraceful man in America and probably in the history of America. And this is the man that who was supposedly leading the charge to to re, to, to reverse the election. So, yeah, I mean, this man also ran for president. Rudy Giuliani actually ran for president. Yeah, he did. But also the other part of this is, and Trump is a caricature and all that shit. He got 71 million votes. 71 million people were like, yeah, that's the guy. We can we can roll with that guy again. Like, regardless of how much fraud, you know, want to think about it being out there. This is not like I, I don't think. I mean, yeah, he's a character. I, it's it's crazy that a cartoon character actually ascended to such a level. But and, and especially when you look at his fucking cast of other cartoon characters and you're like, yo, these, this is not real. This is this got to be a Borat stunt. Like I heard some joke that basically Giuliani was Borat before Borat. Like he, if you saw him just like talking to you on the street, you'd be like, yo, where are the cameras at, bro? What the fuck do you mean you're the mayor of New York? Get the fuck out of my face right now. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's a greater much greater systemic republican problem of like yeah we're gonna con you basically like if it ain't don't broke don't fix it because the shit's been working like when when you are able to get somebody in there who's this incompetent who's this trash who's this you know always bullshitting it doesn't matter you why play by the rules if gerrymandering has worked why you know give up these rights if racism and killing black people has kept them out of your neighborhoods and and you know found ways for you even if it's short term you know 
and you end up applying the same those same like short term concepts to shit like uh, climate change, where it's like, yo, that's not my problem. Like the place where I live is beautiful weather. I'm out here chilling. And if not, I'll go on vacation to the beach somewhere or I'll take a winter vacation to fucking Aspen or whatever. You know, those problems don't don't directly impact them. And I mean, it's a lot of dumb people out here that have been fooled. So that I don't know what to do with. I mean, I think the saddest thing is that, you know, it's like a realization of where the country actually is. You know, it's like, you, you know, they say the country's divided and all this stuff. We've heard that, but it's like concrete evidence that it's it really is as bad as we think it is um now you know people always try to say they try to split the, the demographics up and say oh you know there's the like not all trump voters are you know a monolith like some people vote for trump in a certain for certain items on his you know his platform whatever that might be which no one really actually knows i guess except for them um but at the end of the day it's like you have to you have to look at like what you're actually getting from him, and it's it's kind of shocking that people. I guess it's not it's not really shocking, but it's it's more sad that that we've gotten well, to the point where this is okay. Hey, man, see, this is another thing that I realized from this election is that, I mean, look, the, the Democrats are are not a stellar group. They're not. You know what I'm saying? First of all, they're super corrupt. And I don't want to, I don't, I'm not going to go into details because I don't really know details. I just know a deep state. Let's go. Q and I. What? But, what? I was but like, look, you? look. You've been watching uh, OWN, uh, OAN. That's been you. <laughs> One American Network. <laughs> you know, I swing by it every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? On the YouTube. But no, nah, I mean, look, I, I can't get into specifics. I don't typically like talking about things in, on this level unless I'm like, you know, somewhat well read oh, about it. But not while you're re- being recorded, huh? You don't want to talk about these conspiracy theories. Look, y'all, know, y'all know how, how it is for me, man. I, I, I'm not getting dragged for you or nobody on Twitter. <laughs> I feel you. But, but look, Joe Biden was trashed when he was still uh, in the primaries and caucusing, um, trying to get the Democratic nomination. Uh, I mean, people rebuked Hillary. I mean, she didn't win the, the um, popular vote, but... Like there, there is so much, like, sort of angst between Democrats, between the left. You know, if you if you think about progressives like AOC and the Squad, you know, I mean, they're always at odds with, um, with you know the the top of the Democratic leadership like Pelosi. And I'm not denigrating any of these people's like character, you know, or or who they are as people, but. I mean, the, the people who voted for Trump are voting for their interests and de- Democrats. This, look, the one thing that really pisses me off is that you you cannot be a black Republican. And I'm not a black Republican. I'm just saying that right now. I've always only ever voted Democrat. I will just say that now. But like the, the, this idea that black people should just automatically vote for Democrats and they have not done anything to, first of all, help. People of low income, poor people, people who are struggling and marginalized, which includes a lot of people of color. And then also there is like a lot of weird elite corruption at the top. It's not as overt as the Republicans and Republicans, you know, to be fair, actually do corrupt shit. Like they're in my estimation, they're criminals. They do criminal shit. But Democrats are they, they have ways of maintaining eliteness and power that is not open to people who 
might go towards Trump or the Republican Party because they're interested in things that support uh, the lower class or people who are not, you know, who don't have large incomes, who are marginalized and struggling with just, you know, trying to live the American dream. The Democrats don't support that. They don't have a platform that supports yeah. that. And well, Joe yeah, Biden riled up a bunch of people because he's a good guy and he just wants to unite the country. That's all words. That's all words. There's no actual platform as Bernie Sanders has been pushing for years now that actually supports people, the middle class, the lower class who don't have access to elite resources and education and all the shit that, you know, the Democratic Party. Well, I actual- think I two problems. I think Hershey, you're going to say something, but um, let me let me just say this real quick. I think there's there's two big problems with the Democratic Party. I think a the first, the most primary thing is a, it's a messaging marketing issue. Um, the just the way they pitch ideas, the words they use, the the, the catch slogans that they allow to run wild and rampant, uh, it's just unreasonable. I mean, and it's like <laughs> they they basically let Republicans pick the slogans for the Democratic Party. That's literally what they do. And of course, it's going to be awful. And I think that's really, it starts off as a messaging issue. The second thing, and I think you were touching on this today with your stuff about how Joe Biden doesn't have a real concrete plan to help, you know, struggling people in the country. I think it's because it's an elite group. So, you know, they don't, they don't actually relate on a very significant level at the, the amount of struggle that everybody actually has in the country, well, not everybody, but, you know, the bottom half of the country in terms of socioeconomic status, what the bottom half actually have to deal with on a daily basis. What are the problems? Because that's the only way you can really solve them is if you have a deep understanding of the patterns that underlie these issues. I mean, if you're if you're just looking at it like, yeah, damn, you know, it sucks. You're, you're poor. Damn, I wish we could help you. Like, you, <laughs> you're never going to get to the right answer, I feel like. And so... Mm-hmm. I think it's it's like you want to help. So they, they have the, the right ideas. We want to help these you know people in our country. But then you don't really have a way of actually getting to that point because you don't really have any of the foundational knowledge to approach the problem. Um, I think it's it really just boils down to those two things at the core. But yeah, what were you going to say, Herschel? Uh, I think the other issue here that we're all kind of missing is the capitalist side of this. We can't turn the money off in politics. Like we should, we should. And like, that would be the goal, but there's too much money being made based on the decisions that are made that do truly affect yeah, it's people, both whether, sides. whether it's, yeah, whether it's just making money on the rich end or having to spend money to uplift, you know, poorer people, which is, you know, the, the righteous or the, the chivalrous thing to do, but that money has to come from somewhere. And I think we're also kind of missing that Yes, it's very easy to look at like the leaders and point blame at like the people at the top, any system and claim, you know, fraud and and bullshit and stupid shit. But I think we always forget there's hella local level corruption that that goes on too. all of these mayors that are like making legitimate decisions. And then somebody has to decide. uh, All right. So we're going to allow only this number of factories on, you know, in this area. And your business is like the number 10. You know, it's I think those pieces are what cause people to elevate like because even you know even on the largest level when we have our uh politicians running and shit they all have to have some kind of uh experience below i'm not saying you know the homie uh barry o was corrupt or anything but he was a city organizer organizer he ran for a couple of elections he lost 
quite a few elections as well. He ran for state and some other shit. Um, I actually would really like to read into his book because I think he talks about like the conversations with him and his wife of like, you know, yo, is this an ego thing? Like, why do you keep trying to ascend? But I think we have to recognize that there are going to be human elements and error in all these people. There's never going to be a perfect person to like put on, you know, what you would consider to be the throne. Um, I'm, I'm just using that as an analogy. Obviously, we have a president and whatnot. But because there is this is a capitalist problem and because there is natural changeover in the problem, you know, we in the election cycle or the process, um, if you don't and, and the money always lasts longer than the election. You know, if you don't do whatever such and such says that you need to do to to make them rich or make the decisions they want to hear, they'll get you up out of there. Whether that's throwing a million dollars into the campaign of your opponent or whatever you have. And then at some level, because people are so rich and there are not limits on, you know, lobbyists and donors and shit. um, A lot of the corruption that I like to think of when when we are talking on, on these macro levels is legal corruption. You know, they can get away with a lobbyist coming in and being like, yeah, we'll we'll pay for this or that. Or even the attack ads are not paid for. They're they're paid for by like super PACs and shit. They're not paid for by the campaign. They're technically unaffiliated. And then they're just, you know, uh, rich enough to buy a TV spot on fucking Monday Night Football to trash John Ossoff. Like they just have that level of wealth that nobody else, a quote unquote pure person is never going to be able to compete. Um, and I don't see us getting over that issue, but I've read concepts of <clears throat> governance that uh, kind of predict what works, what doesn't work, why, like shit like the you know great empires in Japan or uh, Alexander the Great or, or just historical things like that. Rome, where they had a Caesar who like, you know, he was in power and was just always making, uh, there's a concept for this. I need to remember what the name of it is. But this dude was just like, yo, I if, I, if the emperor were to live forever, the empire would always be prosperous. But what da- the downfall uh, comes in when you know, everybody gets a little fat. Everybody enjoys themselves and that dude dies. But the next dude has some a- aspiration, some ambition, something that eventually it might not be the very next one, but eventually he's going to fail. And because people have, you know, kind of just suckled at the teat and, and felt good, you know, they've, they've become complacent. They, the empire crumbles. Um, And I'm not saying that we need, you know, a steadfast person to just be in charge for 30 years or a hundred years or, or a dictator. I see how someone like that, when you have the correct person, um, can be a benefit to a country. It, it's it's the way Japan was able to like catch up to the rest of the world after like the Industrial Revolution. They had their own fucking Russia getting on track with uh, Putin. The Chinese empires catching up with the ref- rest of the world after like being decimated by even Japan and shit. Now they because they've had uh, it's not Mao, Mao Zedong. Uh, it's some other guy. I forget his name. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Yes. Um, but they've gone through their neo-industrial revolution. And because they, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but they have been able to clamp down so hard on their society and just lift them up all at once. There's, you know, there's no dissonance. There is no other party. There is no opposition. Yeah. I I see. I mean, Um, I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, that's the reason why FDR is the greatest president the United States ever had. I mean, he had 16 uh, years. Was it? I think How long it did was he have? Twelve. Twelve. Three terms. Yeah, I think yeah. it was twelve because he died um, after yeah. he got in the fourth the term. Fourth time. Yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. died. So, so I mean, America was quite fine with him doing that because we were in a very shitty place 
with the Great Depression. And, and that was like the most progressive like period as far as the comeback. Yeah, right? I mean, all, like a lot of the, the same initiatives that he came up with or like championed are now things that we hold as core values. Social security, you can't get elected if you talk about you're going to cut social security checks. You know, it's like, you know, like people at both sides, everybody loves it. Um, but I, I mean, the reason why I, I believe, I mean, I've been saying this forever about why China came up so fast is because you have, like, if you're going to build a country, you need to have singular direction. You need to have a goal and you, you need to keep marching towards that goal. And you can't like have people come in and like pulling you backwards. Like, yeah, you might go, you know, slightly left or slightly, you know, right from that straight path and deviate just a little bit as you, you know, find your course, but that's expected. But what we can't do is like have people come in for four years and reverse everything they did the previous four years. You know, then you'd go, you know, you switch another eight years, you go forward. And then like four years after that, they reverse everything, you know, and like nobody's like the country as a whole is not, is not oriented towards a particular goal. Like the, the Chinese Communist Party, like every five years, they have a five years plan and they, they put up like a handful of different initiatives that they're trying to accomplish. And then they talk about how they did on the previous five, you know, five-year plan. And they keep doing that because they, and everybody is like, you know, exposed to these, like it's, it's a big national thing. Everybody knows where they're headed. Cause that's the whole point. Like everybody, if you're, if you're trying to have this nation, national sort of thing, this national pride, like have a nation state in that term of nation state, and you want to compete with other countries, you have to have your people working towards a particular goal. Otherwise <laughs> other countries are going to pass you. Like you can't, you can't lead a team where everybody's doing what they want. You know, everybody's got to work in concert. That's how uh, it's supposed to be. But I think we struggle with that, with America and all the freedoms we have, which is a good thing. But, you know, we don't we don't use it in a practical sense to do the right, to all choose to do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hey, real quick, we're to our last podcast, but I, I'm pretty sure one of China's goals right now is to be dominant in AI by 2030. So, uh, yeah. You know, which I think is absolutely essential for whoever wants to be dominant in the world. Um, although I do think the United States is probably like actually really killing it, you know, so hopefully we don't let go of the AI dominance right now. But yeah, hey, man, both of you guys are right. Honestly, I hear where you're coming from. I mean, obviously, in the United States, we have freedoms, which I think allows for innovation, which is why we're, you know, I guess in some categories, the top in the world. Um, but this presidency that is soon to end has shown us. Yeah. I mean, you really need leadership at the, at the top. And this, sometimes I wonder why would the founding, you know, whatever's, I don't like calling them fathers cause fuck them, but the people who founded this nation, um, I would always wonder why would they have a president? Like, why would they have a singular person? Because that was the whole goal was to break away from the dict dictatorial leadership and the tyrannical leadership that is spearheaded by one or a few people. Like, why would you even have a president? You know, but well, yeah, I think that's the reason. The reason why is because the reason we were talking about, we need direction. Like, you need a figurehead to message. I mean, the, the way I think it was supposed to be is that, you know, you have the the legislature come up with. <laughs> you, come, you have the legislature come up with with initiatives like based on farming ideas from the people. You know, they have the closest connection to their individual constituents. And then they come up with a plan and the judiciary says, OK, is this legal? Let's think about the legal, you know, how to make this into like a, a thing that can be structured and enforced. And then they send it to the executive. He builds a message around it and he carries everyone to the goal. 
that is what I, I thought, you know, the system was supposed to be. But now all the sides are fighting. They're trying to stack each one of them in their favor so they can do something that they personally want to have, which is not something the whole country needs. So, uh, yeah. And even I even think that despite the gridlock, you know, from left versus right in the legislature, you know, both uh, nationally, but also like state governments, even through all that, a solid executive I think could really like, you know, push us and, and, and elevate us. You know, I think we're probably in a time where things are really, really difficult and complicated, like with, um, you know, with like in, with these social media companies and how they deal with information and whether they have the rights of not being, uh, you know, like editors of the, of the information. And, you know, that's a whole different conversation, but I think we're dealing with a bunch of complicated shit. And, you know, Obama, you know, he led us through some things like he, you know, got the ACA passed. And I mean, I guess we, you know, got Osama bin Laden. But if we had like 20 years of that kind of leadership that like focused on actually elevating the the full nation and kind of, you know, the things that you mentioned Ehi, about sort of like spearheading and, and really driving the nation based on these goals and values. Yeah, we definitely could achieve and continue to maintain dominance like we have, not just in military or economics, but innovation. I think that's one area the United States is like really losing ground is just being the, the most best thinkers. But we, you know, yeah, I mean, Trump really showed it to me that it makes sense to have, you know, that one dude at the top. And fortunately, he or she is elected or they uh, is elected by everybody <laughs> but but and, and that's why you know that person is able to embody the zeitgeist of the nation but so i think one thing i i agree with a lot of what you said but i think we're kind of overlooking a big piece that and i, I agree with you i'm not going to call in these niggas the founding fathers anymore um yeah, the them. founders of the united states i guess but they wrote you know, the original one, documents that's it yeah, one, you know, fuck them original documents. You know, we do need to. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're actually great. They're great. No, 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 no. I mean, they start out great, but also when they wrote them, they had in mind, you know, marginalizing particular people. They and even when they had the president shit, like they didn't have term limits on that shit. Yeah, that they came, didn't know. They didn't know later. Mark Zuckerberg was coming down the pipeline. Yeah, fuck us all. Yeah, I don't, yeah, so I don't they, even think it was Mark Zuckerberg <clears throat> who did all this, man. I think it's the people who work for him. Uh, no, nah, I think nah, it was the corporations was that got their hands right. on him. No, I don't think so. I think he like I think there was a there was a big spat between him and the investors. The investors wanted to take it more. Yeah, we saw the social now. network, and yeah. then they kicked. They kind of kicked him out of the CEO spot. That's why he he wasn't CEO. Yes, but he created he he basically created this device that corporations could manipulate into basically yeah. what it is today. Exactly, and we see that exactly. we do see that. In yeah, the so movie, I don't think I don't blame Mark Zuckerberg, and they, like Mark Zuckerberg just has to be there to like fucking take the blame. Tell, Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yo. They're like, yo, if you're gonna keep holding all these shares, man, you gotta go in there and eat this shit. And yeah, that's what he yeah. Does. <laughs> yo, yo, real yeah. quick, fellas. Like, yo, I'm such a fucking nerd, man. I actually watched these fucking um testimonies of when Zuckerberg and the Twitter dude goes to Capitol Hill to testify. And I'm just like, yo, I actually love watching that shit. I'll even sometimes watch like old presidential debates like Gore. <laughs> Bush, because this shit is fascinating to me. But all the shit that we talk about, Zuckerfuck, I mean, he holds it down in front of the senators. He really does. And Jack Dorsey too. He's okay. I think Jack Dorsey kind of just set repeats, regurgitates the same shit. But uh, 
but Zuckerberg, I think, is actually trying to have a conversation about this information stuff. Yeah, because he, I, I think he's on the side of like everyone else. Like, I don't think he he wanted it to take this this far, but now all his wealth and you know societal yeah. status is tied to this. He can't yeah. really come out and say like, "Yeah, no, this shit is fucked up, bro. We gotta stop." Like, yeah. he's not at some that. level, he's got to say like, "Yo, we don't have responsibility for the shit that we did literally create, and it has yeah. created all these problems." He has to it, say and, it. Yeah, that's a that's a very difficult thing to kind of parse out. And I, I agree with you today that he probably has done a great job partially because they haven't locked his ass up. Like if he was out here, like actually truly malicious, they'd have came and got him. But also he no. makes a lot of money and they, they love Yeah, Facebook, He, give, he gives them a lot of money. Like all these guys yeah. are getting money from <clears throat> Facebook. Facebook is making it cheap for them to advertise and send the political ads. Like, yeah. dude, man, they, they, they need him. I mean, well, they need Facebook. They don't need him, but they need Facebook. You know. Yo, is this is this where we dive into your conspiracy theory that they're about to kill Mark Zuckerberg? Is this is this the time? Hey, he? <laughs> oh, because I said they don't need him. <laughs> yeah, is that? I mean, I mean, you tell me, dog. I, I you want consultants? You in Silicon Valley, bro? What's, what are you oh, seeing? Yeah, that nigga does. You get your ear to the streets. Any, but yeah, nah, nobody's going. Nobody's doing that to no Mark Zuckerberg, man. Mark, Mark, Mark. Well, he probably has guy. way too much security. I mean, it's like, what would be the point? Like, it's not going to be like he's he's fine. <laughs> I I agree that it doesn't change anything in the same way that like I I always also just think it's weird when I mean in general when when you know heads of state are attacked and shit, bro. Do y'all remember when they threw that shoe at George Bush and he dodged yeah, the fuck out that shoe? That nigga dodged it, bro. I was like, yeah. Yo. One, you know, props to him. That that's that was incredible. But like, I don't understand what you know change anybody was expecting whether they were going to shoot him or throw the shoe at him and then the same thing kind of happens in there are different levels of this obviously whether it's the president getting shot or whatever but like you remember when uh that dude yelled out you lie at at uh obama in the middle of his speech and it's like yo bruh i'm talking right now what what were you going to change with this this message is already going out like we've already made the decision shit is already signed but people yeah. are are such fanatics that like they'll jump in front of a camera and talk about yo the election was stolen i know y'all saw that dude that shit was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> People have been... I, I would like to pivot to talk about those things. But go ahead, Tunde. Uh, Yo, I, if y'all want to talk about a conspiracy, I don't have a fully-fledged conspiracy, but one thing that's got swept under the rug was that one time the freaking uh, senator, or maybe it was House Rep's baseball game, got shot up. Yeah. And the nigga oh, got shot. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, he got shot. Most yeah, people. It was like that was crazy. Got shot, but it was one of them was a senator. Dude, they talked about that for two minutes. Yeah, These literally two minutes. Federal representatives, national representatives of our nation. And I, I I think it was the House. I mean, if it was the Senate, they probably would have gone a little bit more hard in trying to, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was the House. Um, but, but I'm just like, yo. That happened to hit that, that, that baseball game or softball game, but then it also happens to that one, late, that one representative, and they jacked her up. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah. She, yeah. Gillibrand, is like, that her name? Yeah. Just, no. 2017 congressional baseball shooting first thing in uh wikipedia uh sorry give me a second guys you can keep talking yeah oh, yeah no they, they were, i can't remember her name but also yeah. y'all have seen I know which one you i know you're t- what you're talking about she i don't think it's really Jill jacked up dude yeah, y'all have no, all, like, uh like, like gabrielle battle. giffords yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. was in 2011 yeah she got shot yeah but uh i mean well, she got shot first multiple off multiple times yes yes she got yeah, yeah. Like, have you seen? Like, <laughs> I, she, I, I saw like a thing where she was giving a speech afterwards, and like she like now has difficulty speaking. Like, you know, 
walks with a limp. Like it's it's like it's terrible, man. Yeah, yeah. But they and there there were plots on uh, this other senator or House representative. Uh, I don't remember which the governor of but, Michigan. Uh, yeah, the governor governor of Michigan. Excuse me. Um, yeah, yo, people are out here. I mean, America is a very dangerous place because everybody does have guns. Like it's, you can, I think people kind of forget and, and think we're not as close to a revolution as we are. Cause it only takes a couple of heads to get bust for like what you might consider a coup or a revolution. Like when we think of like the French revolution and they're dragging people out of houses and stuff, that's su- that's on a, such a different societal scale to what we have today. Like I would imagine most people in France at that time, they were going about their business doing whatever, you know, they're millions of miles away, but people in that city or, or right next to the gallows, it was a whole big thing. And I think similarly, when shit like this goes down or when, you know, your president is holding a bunch of rallies and eventually people turn on him or he tries to stay in the White House uh, on Dece- uh, January 21st and people are like, nah, we're not having that. I think I think we do you know, see some sparks flying. Bruh, they, there was a truck that ran that fucking Biden bus out of town. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Biden's not on the fucking bus, bro. But that's how they, that's that's a mentality. What do you mean and they that, ran you know, out of town? I didn't bruh, hear about okay. This. So so there, there have been these like parades leading up to and following the election. There have been, you know, rallies and whatnot and just tensions getting higher and the president, you know, just fanning the flames basically. <laughs> but bruh, I got to send you this article. Bruh, tensions was, getting higher is not an excuse for that shit, bruh. No, you're not. But that's what happens. That's when you when you fucking he's escalating when yeah, you're tweeting, yeah, yo, I, I won you, this election, all caps like but tension. Yeah, you're right. Tensions should not be like people. Even if he wasn't this boisterous about the shit, people who disagree like I mean, we're in a tense time like this. 2020 has been incredibly stressful on so many different levels that we weren't we're not going to be able to quantify this shit for probably another decade or two like we're we're just now only seeing ramifications of like immediate shit in april and even still it's it's impossibly difficult to like dissect what the fuck happened for real uh or what the fuck is happening for real but um yeah finish finish what happened with the bus yeah yeah all right so hey Basically, it's, you know, it's it's the tour bus of like the Trump or the Biden campaign. It's got his face and like words and shit all on it. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've seen and it's, it's it's probably just like a crew, a canvassing crew and people that like aren't important enough to be on the jet, you know, and I would imagine also there are multiple of these buses, you know, driving around the country but because he's just he's just trying to campaign. Right. That's the whole idea. Right, right. Um, but basically one, you know, somebody who had like a big old American flag and a Trump flag hanging off the back of his big truck. Like fucking ran them. I don't remember if it was across the state line or it was it was like some not even some movie shit because that shit happens in real life and used to happen all the time to black people of like sundown towns and shit like that. That's what it reminded me of, of like, yo, somebody's in this uh, passenger seat with a shotgun hanging out. And I'm elaborating. I'm exaggerating here. I don't know how much actually happened, but they legit had like an F-250 or some shit. And we're like, nah, you're not going to stop here. You need to keep it moving harassing like a whole fucking bus you know so like the shit is is serious deandre hopkins had an incident in arizona where he was like driving through and got on instagram one of the migos i want to say it was quavo but i don't know um was driving through some area and like i think deandre hopkins threw him a middle finger and he was like he had this hilarious statement about like yeah man i was just trying to throw the peace on but see what happened in the game earlier this week because you know i'm a wide receiver i hurt my finger so i could only get one finger up and (laughs) 
That was and they, wait, what? Yeah. So he he basically stuck his middle finger out the window, and it was that was his response to like NFL fucking representatives and stuff. And I think they didn't find him, but it it was just like an exchange that he had. Wait, um, he, he sent he 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 was saying peace to to one of the amigos. Nah, and it's, then- no, he was saying peace to this 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 parade of fucking trump supporters like they've been doing these trains of like cars and you know honking and stupid shit because you know they're sycophants or whatever and he that was his response to it and they caught him on camera like they they saw him and were like oh you know we're gonna find you what are you doing over here and he was like nah man it was that that was his excuse basically yeah but (laughs) that's hilarious like these are you know you're you're uh escalating at every turn and you know where does it stop is is my my interesting thing. But I do like the funny moments that have come out of this. Uh, I kind of like because nobody got injured. I kind of think the bus shit where he got run out of town is funny. Like in my head, I, I'm just like, damn, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, because we've all had to swerve one time in a car, and like, you know, for you to yeah. do that consistently for like, you know, I don't know, 45 minutes an hour, however long it fucking takes. Like you didn't have the the thought like oh man you know I'm I'm wilding right now like because they they're in the car alone like they you can't hear what's happening on the bus you don't know and how do you how is that gonna go if you hit the bus like now y'all both gotta stop your car is fucked up they they found the person like there's there's footage of them with their license plate and shit like you know th- that's always what I wonder in in these situations and I guess you know folks don't have jobs that they're concerned with losing. <laughs> nothing to lose that's that's probably the biggest thing it's like yo bro. i ain't got nothing to lose nothing to lose that is the realest thing i've heard that, all that's year why, bro that's why they they people want to be small business owners right like that's the the maximum american yeah. freedom you don't have no quote boss. unquote be your own boss yeah yeah so yeah then you can do shit like this you don't have to worry about going in on monday because you you can you run the show <laughs> yeah yeah I, y'all saw me on the news that's right i'm signing yeah, the paychecks man. what's up <laughs> But that's man, it's fascinating, man. Trump supporters have been making us laugh for a good couple of years now, bro. I've definitely been laughing at these tweets post election. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Uh, Trump's tweets, yeah, he's out here deleting tweets, adding tweets. Like I said, uh, retweeting the fucking OAN, uh, One America Network every time. I and I click on those too. I do watch them, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This is like a school presentation. Goddamn in front of in front of a green screen and a blackboard and shit. I'm like, bro, what? And people are taking this serious. But at a, at a level, I'm like, yo, there's production value here. Like, I see, I see what you did there. You got graphics yeah. and shit. Like, there's they so much is invested into the lies. Yeah, um, that's, the, the, it's really interesting. It's crazy because like it's all you know a cartoon, as I think you were said earlier, Herschel, in, in a caricature. I call it a burlesque, but. But and he had a point earlier, man. I mean, the shit is not like, you know, it's not very, it's it's very difficult to kind of wrap your mind around, particularly with people like Lindsey Graham, you know, Ted Cruz. I mean, these dudes are going hard for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let it go. Like, you know, the the Secretary of State of Georgia, you know, he kind of did the right thing. And he's not, he's not like overtly rebuking you know, what Trump is doing, but he's also just like, well, I mean, look, I'm just telling y'all facts. But I mean, yo, the the Ted Cruz and Graham and, you know, I'm trying to think if there's any other Mitch McConnell, bitch ass. <laughs> Mitch de- McConnell. Deteriorating. Yeah, I mean, he he's just got such a stronghold on the Senate, man. It's, you know. zombie, and I mean, I'm, I don't know if you guys watched or, or listened to Obama's most recent interview, but he's also calling these dudes out like, yo, 
I kind of expected this from a crybaby like Trump, but there are seasoned yeah. politicians who are out here like also fanning these flames. Like, like you said, you know, Marco Rubio, fucking Ted, like what, what are you guys doing? And it's also scary because they get reelected. Enough people, you know, either hate Obama or don't listen to Obama and, you know, agree with enough of the Republican ideals that these guys are still in what is legitimate power. You know, we we yeah. talked about the the fucking, you know, tie breaking vote in it or whatever. But if there's no tie, you know, the and the Republicans have had the Senate and the House. I don't know. I don't fucking know. They're, they got a lot of shit. They've been cheating for a long time here. Yeah. But that, there's real power in that. Well, you know, I, I hope, I'd like to transition into a bold prediction okay. um, and, you know, which lines up with what we're, we're just talking about. But. I think that the Republicans are about to get decimated in the next couple of years. Just, I don't think that they're going to lose votes. I think they're still going to be represented in the Senate, the House. I, I don't think they have any hope for the presidency um, because the people who would run, like Ted Cruz and um, not Lindsey Graham, you know, but I mean, these people are fucking crazy, you know? But, dude, it's just like, like, well, I feel like they're not super crazy. Well, Ted Cruz is, is crazy, but Marco Rubio is not crazy. He's just not great. Like, he's, I mean, he's yeah, just like he, not. He's not that like good at his job. I think <laughs> is the is the thing that the, the, the view that I get. Um, he's a solid Republican in the sense that he's very, you know, like committed to Republican or conservative conservatism. So he has to sort of like side with this Trump shit, but. I mean, he's lost nobility, man, in my opinion. But but the thing is that, look, it's a vacuum. Just like, you know, uh, how people sort of conceptualize the Middle East that if there's no kind of like like force that maintains, um, you know, peace, you know, which is what people who want, you know, I'm not even going to go down this road. But, but the idea is that like with these terrorist groups, when they leave, at least it opens up a vacuum and it can create and it can result in chaos. You know, and I think that's what's going to happen with the Republican Party, because, first of all, the vacuum isn't actually going nowhere. He's just going to go to Mar-a-Lago and probably tweet up a storm to his 89 million fucking followers. You know what I'm saying? And then the Republicans have lost any sense of like direction or or leadership or or nobility or honor. They've lost all of it. Like they're the Republicans who are actually like reasonable, like uh, the one in, in Maine. I forget her name. But she was like uh, Susan Collins. Yeah, she was like battling for her life. You know what I'm saying? Like the actual noble, honorable Republicans can barely keep seats because they got QAnon supporters out here. And it's just like, man, you know, I, I'm not I'm very um, like I've recoiled a bit from the D- Democratic Party. I mean, I probably still will continue to vote left, but I consider myself an independent now, you know. But my God, the Republican Party is trizash. Like it's, it's so terrible how bad they are. And the thing that I've noticed even more than I did before is, oh, my God, they're criminals. They're fucking criminals. They resort to actual criminal shit to win. You know, I mean, with the Democrats, perhaps maybe if you start going, getting into finance and like, you know, the way uh, uh, um, elections are funded and, and how they actually make their own money, you know, uh, that's fact- everybody. Yeah, that's true. But one thing about the Democratic Party is that they stonewall people like Bernie from ever actually achieving power 
And AOC, and you know, I'm not the biggest fan of AOC, but come on, listen to her her ideas. I mean, I mean, they don't believe that those things have mass appeal, which on a, on some levels they don't. Like, and I I think that uh, those ideals are growing. Those messages that Bernie's is having of like you know free education and you know uh, Medicaid for all and, and shit like that. Uh, yeah. Socialist well, programs. I mean, but, see, the thing is, the thing is, I think you said this earlier, Herschel, is that the, the Democrats are letting the Republicans pick the the freaking message yeah, now because said that. Hey, my bad, yeah. <laughs> my bad. Hey, I'll man. take credit because that was a, he was absolutely right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah. they are Obamacare, but that shit is catchy. But it yeah. all, all negative connotations, all the the toxic shit, they're they're allowing them to dictate. Which, like I yeah. said, is a like defund the police. I mean, look, I mean that's that's a nonsensical message. But this idea that we have to build up community systems like social work and mental health support so that the police don't have to intervene that is perfectly sensible. You know, but they have not spent the time to, deline- to delineate that, man. Like, where are the fucking town halls? Can we get a town hall with Pelosi and AOC to duke it out? See, that's, you know? that shit is boring. That shit is not people, for me, man. Normal I, people don't care. Yeah, but in. most people are not us. Like, I mean, it's if you get boring. if you get Pelosi, you know, hey, he's girl Pelosi out there. You know, she's she's performing <laughs> a little show. To, shout out to Nancy. You know, you might you might get a few more viewers. They need to be way more creative. They tried that with the fucking Jeezy versus uh, Gucci Man versus uh, Stacey Abrams jumped in that shit, and everybody was like, "Yo, this is not the place. <laughs> this, this shit doesn't work." She was Yo, about to catch a stray. Speaking of Gucci, jumped her off so fast. What yeah, he say? really did. No, sorry, so so for our listeners, basically there was a uh, Gucci Man versus uh, Jeezy versus uh, earlier this week. The shit was crazy. It it it, could, it left us wanting. I think both parties had a few more hits they probably could have played. And basically, the energies didn't match. But Gucci Man was coming for uh, Jeezy's neck very early. And he didn't understand that this was supposed to be like a more communal effort. And Stacey Abrams, at the beginning of it, had a little spot where she was like, yo, voting is important, da 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 But ain't nobody trying to hear that when niggas is about to drop diss tracks and rap them super hard to your face and talk about killing your friend. We, we're, we, we can't listen to you, Stacey Abrams. I was concerned. I definitely thought they were Wait, almost about to be there? like... Nah, she zoomed she in. Video. Which is which, which also allowed them, oh, no. Yeah, which was also like, oh, well, we can just cut you off anytime. Like, this is our show. Like, yes, you're trying to be here. But it, she definitely did dead the energy. Like, it wasn't good. Maybe if it was Kamala, maybe, but you know. She should have done it at the end after they like yeah, all reconciled and like. Yeah, but everybody's turning it off compound. at the end. Everybody's turning it off at the end. But yes, everybody went to the compound. I saw the Instagram compound was lit. Lit, lit. Are you serious? Yes, it was. It was bananas out there. Yeah, it was packed, and, oh I, and that's God. a big place. That's a huge club, and they've been doing stuff all summer. Let's let's keep it fucking funky. You know, it's, let's keep it real. They, Yo, them niggas really need to go home for real. Did, y'all, y'all heard about it was a, a pool party this summer in Compound during during COVID. They I mean, fucking summer, blooded you know. that middle fucking shit like with water. It was it was, you know, it was fascinating. That's what I'll say. Wow, man, wow, what a wow, time. wow. Yeah, when you had time. somebody like Stacey Abrams showing up on like a, a <laughs> yeah, the, the messaging doesn't work. It's like yo, but at the same wow. time, I you know I want to salute them. I want to commend them for trying they to try. be creative and doing something. But like yo, this is not the time or the place. And y'all knew it wasn't. Y'all knew this was a fucking gambit. You knew 
Like, sure, I guess we're talking about it. So that's awesome. But also the vote is not for a couple more weeks. I, and I don't know. I don't know how to reach black people and Democrats in general to get them to come out to vote for these lesser elections because they're definitely about to get smashed here in Georgia. Like it's it's def- the Republicans. Democrats? Yeah. Republicans on any kind of runoff. They just show up. They just continuously yeah. show up because it's all old, older, retired people mostly. But, yo, yo, you know, yo, man, like. I, I'm not. I don't want to denigrate anyone. Like I, I try not to talk too much shit about people unless I meet them. But who the fuck is John Ossoff, man? Seriously, oh, I met him. I met him. He was he, he ran for the house a couple years ago, lost. And I, I was back then. I was like, bro, you don't look like nobody from Georgia. Like exactly. Uh, he's not. That's my issue with him. Like, bro, you don't look like him. you don't look like it, someone from Atlanta. Be, you don't look like not. a rural Georgian person. Like, who who are no. you? And I'm sure he's talented. I'm sure he's very smart and whatever. I'm just like, bro. It, it seems like they handpicked him. Like Pelosi literally handpicked his yeah, ass. They want to push like, this dude in there. They, yeah. they, they want him. He, he want looks him like a there. higher level politician. He doesn't look like a Georgian. Which yeah. I mean, to me, it's fucking <laughs> fine or whatever. But like. No, that's what he looks like. He looks like, and exactly. I think he came out I of like the exact same thing to my family yeah. when I was in Georgia back uh, this summer. Dude, I, I said you know, that years ago when he ran. I think in twenty, it, it was a runoff actually he, in twenty sixteen, and yeah, he got one, smoked yeah. in the runoff. Yeah. yeah, um, he's he's like married to a, a Georgia woman, and she went to Emory and whatnot. Salute the gang. Um, she's a doctor, but I I'm pretty sure he's from like the the mid Atlantic or somewhere. Fucking, he might be from your your hood, uh, Boston or some shit. But he moved down no, here and he was, on Wikipedia, he was born in Atlanta. Oh, uh, born in Atlanta. Okay, I don't I believe it though. No, <laughs> doctor. Not. That junk, yeah. But anyway, anyway, um, check that birth I mean, certificate. Yeah, for real. Was he? <laughs> he wasn't a Grady baby. I know that. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, I mean, I think he'll be fine. And I think, you know, the policies are, are going to be whatever, but yeah, politics has become a situation where like you, you kind of alluded to it earlier of how the Republicans don't have a person. They have to pick like the right guy, the right face for the job. You know, they, they end up doing that all the time and, and trying to guesstimate, okay, is this the time where it'll be perfect for a woman, uh, governor of Georgia to run? And they put Stacey Abrams in that position and Georgia voted. Nope. But, you know, all, all of those moves are calculated. They tried it with Obama. Obama almost didn't get the shit uh, the, uh, nomination, they, but he was they, just so popular. Did they really vote no? Did they really vote no? Or was it we'll see, and that's another thing. They probably stole that election, too. But there's yeah. no way to prove it because, dude, the fucking current governor o- over Georgia was the head of elections. And he yeah. wasn't about, <laughs> about to let, you know, a recount happen. He wasn't about to get fucking Al Gord in this bitch. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, that was cool, too. How did you Zoom? I didn't know you could do that. Anyway, sorry to take everybody out of it. I don't know what happened. Um, it looked like you zoomed in your camera. I thought you were about to say something like hella profound. I mean, but, I typically do, but <laughs> not right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think, but you honestly, know. Real quick, I, I, I wish John Ossoff the best, you know, like I've, I've had a grudge with him since the 2016 election because I just was like. Like, I don't know how someone like this can represent Georgia, you know? Yeah, he's, like you said, he doesn't like a Jordan. He's just, he's just so skinny. Like, he doesn't look Georgian, you know? He looks like weirdly young, but old. Like, people, yeah. people from Georgia want like a classic dude, like, whichever you are. Like, they want a classic dude, a classic yeah. Georgian. Um, and he just, he screams Northeastern. Oh my God. Like, like elite so to me. hard. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I don't like that. Down you know, he, he's not like like a Georgian through and through, you know, like there's people who did every ounce of their 
career in that state. You know what I'm saying? Like, according to Wikipedia, he went to Georgetown, then he went to London, and he got the degree in 2013. So he was only in Georgia if he was living in Georgia for three years before the 2016 election. I'm just like, I I just don't. It it feels so fat, like, like, like what these these industry plants that they talk about in music. Nav, I'm pretty sure he's a plant, but this nigga Ossoff is a plant too. And I'm just like, if this is, you know, this is part of my issue with the Democratic Party is that it feels as if the people who are are who are elevated are, are are part of this like elite pipeline that people like Bernie just cannot access. They're completely boxed out. And I guess to be fair, Bernie is a uh, independent, but I mean, yeah, man, it's just it just is like this this like stronghold of of people at the top, Kamala. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, she was. To appeared quite ingratiated there, you know, with the Pelosi's and the Obamas, you know, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, how can you represent people when you have this like fortress at the top of your party, you know? And it feels as if this guy is basically being elevated to to that that point. One more person, real quick, uh, this guy, I think his name is Ted Kennedy here in in, in Massachusetts. Um, yeah, I mean, he was running or who the fuck, I forget. The yeah, one of the Kennedys, I think his name is Ted Kennedy. Uh but he's one of the Kennedys. He was running here for the Senate and he was he wasn't the representative. He was a representative. And he he ran against this guy, Edwards. I forget I'm forgetting everybody's name, man. Edward Markey. Yeah. And he, he ran on this like no malarkey campaign. But I was just like I I, I don't know shit about either of them. <laughs> no malarkey. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know shit about either uh, Malarkey or Kennedy, really, but I voted. I had to vote in the primary um, and in the election. And I I didn't do too much research, but I looked at Ted Kennedy. I'm just like, oh, Harvard, this, whatever, that, you know, obviously he's part of the Kennedy family. Um, And I'm just like, you can't represent people if you never freaking had a life that you had to struggle. Joe Kennedy. Sorry, Joe Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) Yeah, he's like yes. he's he's like the super young one, right? I think that's like he looks young. Yeah, Joe Kennedy. Joe, yeah. Oh yeah, he's young. He's pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah what I'm saying? Exactly. And, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of why the Democratic Party sort of struggles is that they have an inability to connect to the the regular people who mm-hmm. that they the people who they want to help or you know get go under support so they can help them. Um, I think there's just been a real issue with that. Uh, because the people, like I said, it's like the people who are leading up the Democratic Party are not from that place. You know, they, they scream elite while the Republicans are able to get down. Um, you know, like a lot of them didn't go to, well, I wouldn't say a lot of them, a lot of them did go to like Harvard's and stuff, but there's a far fewer percentage of them compared to the Democrats. Like those, you know, they, they're, they're more down to earth. You know, they grew up in these areas like they're they talk with a slang, you know, with a, with a twang in their voice. Uh, maybe, you know, they, they put that on for the mm-hmm. politics of it or whether or not, you know, they actually do speak that way. Like yeah. Bobby, Jin- Bobby Jingle um, from from Louisiana, he, he, he invented that whole like southern accent that he has. But <laughs> yeah, um, hey, at least that's what helps him connect with his people. So if that's what it takes, like. You know, you got to take those steps. And if you're that person who's able to be, you know, connected in the Democratic Party, um, they should give more of those people a shot. I feel like that's feel like that's where the Democratic Party is really missing out. They, they, they keep it 
amongst the old boys club. And I think that's the kind of corruption that you were mentioning today. Um, you know, at least a, a facet of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is very much like an old boys club, but it's like inclusive, obviously, of everyone's identities. But it is, it's, it's a, it's a old, it's a, it's a club. It's a, cl- it's a class thing more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, class like, thing, 100%. It's not a race or gender or anything like in the Democratic Party, at least to, you know, to a decent extent. Like it's still hard for, you know, women and minorities and everybody else. But I think more so than anything, it's, it's more of a class access issue. Absolutely. 100%. That's, that's exactly how I feel. Yep. Um, I pretty much agree. Uh, so, Guys, I got to wrap it up pretty soon here, but let's do a quick uh, who's mans. I got a couple who's mans from the this most recent election and things like that that uh, I think we do need to discuss. First off, obviously, Trump, you know, fuck out of here. What are you doing? You know, everybody understands who's mans. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Get it together. <laughs> Yo, my man is fucking unraveling, man. It's so hilarious, bro. He can't even deal with this shit, bro. He's not even showing his face in real life anymore, man. I think he's just completely crushed. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's so sad how, like, like unstable he is, man, emotionally, I think. Like, if people aren't freaking riding his nuts, he can't even, like, you know, associate with them. He can't deal with, with contradiction. He can't deal with failure. It's 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 tragic, man. It's also hilarious as fuck. Go on, man. Yeah, sorry. It's to watch that shit unfold publicly is. I mean, it's a treat. It's it's really nice. It reminds me of like, uh, especially election night, uh, the fucking surrender cobra that like college football, white college football fans will have, where like they're the uh, fucking cameraman always loves to find somebody with their like head down or some little white girl, cute white girl crying, uh, her eyes out because some shit that literally will not affect her has ruined her whole life because she's drunk right now and yeah. you know shit is crazy. The Molly kicked in, you never know. But um, I love that shit. The, uh, it's very fun. But speaking of people, niggas crying, yo, what's up with your man Van Jones? <laughs> Van Jones, uh, I, I know. Yeah, He's a we talked about. Nigga. Yes, uh, we saw some other podcasts. Obviously. Obviously, probably mentioned some of this shit. Yeah, we're late. We're, you did yeah. not hear it here. Here, you, you did not hear, this hear it first. here first. <laughs> but when that shit happened, we were discussing in the group chat, like, "Yo, what the fuck is? Yo, why are you boohooing so hard, dog?" And I, I get it. I do get that. Like, yo, you know, this is a place where you know it's better for your kids, or you know, whatever he was like, kind of boohooing about, like, "Oh yeah, I want to live in that, not that brighter world," you know. But yo fuck out of here bro Who, whose man's is this somebody get your man some tissue like get it together you have a job to do like and, and i think that does also play a little bit into uh you know the the politicization of news of like oh everybody's got an opinion i, I kind of hate that like news is not news anymore they it's it's opinionated shit like don lemon what are you doing dog we don't we don't care to hear all your extra shit even even anderson cooper like you're giving a little a little bit too much sass bro like that's you can't you know, you're you're too partisan at this point. And I get it, we all hate Trump, but like like you said earlier, everybody was like, Oh my God, thank thank you. This dude is out of here. Come on, guys. You gotta be a little bit more objective. I know it's I mean, hard. I will say this. This is a bit of a hot take, but not really, because it's it's truth. I mean, CNN is just completely untrustworthy now. Like I, I see articles, you know, when I go through my Google News and I'm just like, I don't even know. I don't even know if this is real life anymore because they like uh, you know, they they have a, a a taint on everything that they do now it's like it's like reality tv and then news kind of i mean i think they had to i think they were forced by well i mean i think they make their own decisions but for fox news kind of forced their hand because fox news is like it's like they they are they state 
that like a lot of their anchors will basically state that they're on the side of Trump. They're like, they were on election night. What's his name? Brett Baer was on there, and then he was talking to some like one of the the poll like the pollsters that sort of you know give them updates on the counts or whatever. And then they were saying like, yeah, people are talking about how the the vote counts are going to change as the mail in voting counts. But he's like, like, but we're going to challenge that. Like he said, he literally like Brent Bear said, we but we are going to yeah. challenge that. And I'm like, who is we? They're <laughs> like, who, who? Real. I thought it was the Republican Party that's challenging and not Brent Bear and his boys. <laughs> yeah, like what yeah. are you doing? You know, like I was just like, okay, well now it's like clear. You know, like I, if it wasn't clear before, but now they like own it. At least maybe he slipped up, but that that to I me mean, is owning it. <laughs> CNN doesn't have to freaking join the rat race. They don't have to completely. You know, sell yeah, out for do, profits? Man. No, yeah, they, they could do, do they what PBS ratings. does and just report every single day. PBS News Hour. PBS gets money from time. the government, bro. CNN is trying to make money for the people who own the company. Well, I, yeah, we, but we do have to have a reckoning on capitalism. But fuck that, man. They need to report the news and just that's keep true. it real. That's yeah, what you at, at some level, at some level. Okay, up next, uh, Kenneth Copeland out here. Uh, He's the richest uh, pastor or televangelist in the nation. He's like, uh, it might be 70 million or 700 million or something like that. This is the dude that that bought uh, Tyler Perry's jet and was like, yeah, it's nothing. Wrote the shit off. Like, yeah, I, I'm going to just add it to my collection of jets. That's that's the one. Um, and e- even the other motherfuckers on the list, your Joel Osteens and shit like that, they are like tens of millions of dollars lower than him. Like, it's there's a whole nother zero, if not a couple of zeros between... Kenneth Copeland and Creflo Dollar and all, all these other dudes. But basically, this dude recently, right after the election, was basically like uh, he had a little clip where he's preaching and he's like, the media is telling us what to believe in this election or some stupid shit like that. And he starts laughing and dude is like 100 years old. He looks like the Crypt Keeper. And he's like, ha, 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 ha Yeah. Ha, he's like, they, they said ha, that Joe Biden won the election. Yes. Ha, ha, yes. ha, ha, ha. Starts. And I, I just thought, thought it was so hilarious, man. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I've been laughing about these people out here praying and speaking in tongues. And and that goes on both both directions. Like, you know, we we need to be taking action if we expect some change or some differences or whatever. But like anytime people subscribe to that level of like, yo, I'm going to I'm going to will this shit or wish this shit into existence. Like it just it just doesn't work like that. You know, that's that's not real life. And I think it's funny when those people become caricatures. I, I do enjoy laughing at that. So definitely. Um, ha 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 ha. All right. Anyway. Um, yo, I ran into this fucking libertarian at uh, a Halloween party and guys, I've never met a libertarian in the world. Wow. I don't know if y'all ever have either. Um, I was a little bit drunk at the time, but I was trying to be open-minded and shit. Party. Right before. Yeah. Libertarian. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're in Atlanta, bro. <laughs> Everybody had on masks. Don't worry. You know, Halloween masks. Yeah. Some and, you know, some libertarians out there. Nah, nah. Individual but, um, liberties and shit. Yeah, this dude, and he was a young person. He didn't appear to be rich. And, you know, I did have to look up what, like, libertarian beliefs and viewpoints were. But this is right before the election. He offered this information, and I almost smacked the shit out this dude. Um, basically, we were talking about, like, yo, you know, did you vote? Da, 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 making sure people. And he just kind of pipes in and adds, like, his little two cents. And I'm like, all right, okay, I've never met a libertarian before. What, what do you believe in? And, like, this dude basically could not tell me shit. Like, he couldn't. He was like, yeah, I just align with their beliefs. I I just think they have a strong message. And I was like, bro, you got to give me a little bit more than that. And, you know, we may have been, you know, partaking in some other substances that made it may have made it difficult to remember all 
the, the minutia and points. But like, come on, dog. That's such a stance. Like, I can tell you, even though, you know, I agree with you, Tunde, I'm not entirely a Democrat. I have voted Democrat, but I, I would like to think I agree that, you know, I, I, I'm a centrist, I guess. I, I There are things on both sides that I think we can all benefit from. I, I, I thought you were going to say, I, I would like to join the Republican Party. <laughs> nah, I thought about it. The, the birthday about party? It. Yes. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get this money. But, um, you know, if you're going to come with beliefs, beliefs, especially if they're, you know, different than most others, be prepared to defend yourself. Come on, dog. Get your shit together. You know, just I, I don't like that. I just don't want people to just be out here. Like, cause who the fuck does vote for your libertarian? Who who is voting for Jill Stein I mean, and uh, Joe Jurgensen? You know, yeah, that, but that's that's the lot. And you just didn't run into that person who could actually like, you know, describe the ideology and and defend it. But yeah, I feel you. That's true. That's true. Um, next, obviously, fuck Rudy Giuliani. He looks like a troll. I Yo. think it's hilarious that he went to fucking the four seasons landscaping. I, I found that to be quite humorous. But uh, what yeah. were you saying? Yeah, I mean, he's the most disgraceful man in all of America. The most <laughs> disgraced man. Anyone who has any affiliation with New York, whether you were born there or you live there now, or you just love New York. If you if you've been to New York, get your mans because that dude is <laughs> is on one. Yo, I got one. I got two actually. Get okay. your man's Boy Scouts and get your man QAnon. QAnon, <laughs> I think it goes without saying. Get your man's. But the Boy Scouts, oh my God. It's just like, I mean, they had like over 90,000 complaints of sexual abuse. Uh, this PBS NewsHour um, <clears throat> video that I sent y'all, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, basically said that there is like hard to find more than one case that was perpetrated by one person. So it's like pretty much most of the cases were individual instances of child sexual abuse. But specifically, going back to QAnon, this is your deep state. This is your deep state. Like there's no, you know, there's no democratic, you know, child sex ring. This is the sex ring. This is the child sex ring. That's where they need to be looking. You know what I'm saying? Like if if, if it's not that hard to find, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Catholics have been implicated for decades now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they just they're actually getting some getting dragged a little bit again recently. I mean, they're always getting dragged. But, uh, you know, I think there was a recent situation where, again, it always comes out like dudes was like, you know, uh, uh, perpetrating abuse for years. And, and people in the higher levels knew and didn't do shit about it. But all I got to say is like, yo, this is your deep state between the Boy Scouts and the freaking cat and the Catholic, you know, establishment. There's plenty of child sex rings for you to go uncover. So I would suggest QAnon to go figure that out somehow instead of trying to derail democracy. But get your mans <laughs> both both each other. QAnon should get your mans Boy Scouts and Boy Scouts should get your mans QAnon. Yo, uh, yeah, I assume y'all never did Boy Scouts. Nah, nah. I, I my mom tried to sign me up for Boy Scouts one time, and then we went to like one meeting, and then she was like, "Wait, they want you guys to go camping? No, nah, I don't think that's cool." <laughs> so, then, yeah, uh, so y'all could get. Yeah, she was like, what are they doing in the woods? What does this mean, camping? And then... <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah. I feel you. Um, yeah, I, I did... Don't fuck with sleeping in the woods. <laughs> my, little, my little brother did Boy Scouts for a few years, man. Did he go camping? Yeah. I need to check yeah. up on him, make sure that uh, nothing untoward went down. Yeah, I can, I can tell you that my experience was cool. Nothing happened to me or any of my peoples. But 
like having interacted with some of the other troops, it was some probably some weird weirdos. Them niggas got them little boys got. I mean, possibly, you know, I, I, you know, you never meet all the the fucking leaders or whatnot, but like sometimes you can just kind of like see, like, all right, I shouldn't be alone with that dude. This is not, damn, you know, why? You why is this dude so? I mean, I can't, I can't put a direct number on it because, like, also when you're when you're young, you know, you have to treat older people with like a particular deference that, like, I, you know, it's it makes it what is so di- how it's so difficult for people to like. You know, speak out against uh, sexual abuse when they were kids, but um, yeah, shit is crazy. All right, fellas, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So, uh, gang, gang, um, peace. All right, it's wrapped up. Shoot, we're done. Oh, okay. Rth, we out. Peace. peace, peace, peace.